still in the Champions League. Uh, nothing's going to change that for next season until maybe uh, the end of the year. Uh, but yeah, fourth place, 150 million given to Conte or into the club. Where that money goes is, is another matter. But at this moment in time, 150 million is being invested by Enoch into the club. Uh, and yeah, happy days. Also saw today uh, a report that Harry Kane's going to sign a new contract. Uh, that's from a newspaper, so probably not true. But uh, joined by with by Tommy from the Hotspur Hood. How you doing, buddy? All good, man. All good. All good in the hood. All good in the hood. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, yeah, uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for the comments. Got one from Mark Swift. Hit that like and sub and share. Thank you. Absolutely. If you're watching, please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe uh, and go to the Hotspur Hood. Tommy will let you know where that is at the end of the show, but it's in the description anyway. Um, yeah, it all helps. It all really, really helps. Uh, so hit that like, hit that subscribe, and then you've got the notification bell. Hit that. That will give you a notification when we're about to go live. And uh, yeah, Ooh. we're joined by, by Brian. How are you doing, Brian? I am very, very good, sir. How are you? And yeah, how is Tommy? I'm yeah, good, man. I wasn't expecting to see you, to be fair. Yeah, I wasn't expecting so you'd be out fishing on. with Brad. I thought you'd be out fishing with Brad or something. <laughs> fishing, no, but you say fishing, it leads me on to saying... <laughs> Very, very happy birthday to my footballing god, my footballing idol, Mr. Paul Gazagascoigne. Yes. Um, that was a good tie in there, Tommy. It's like we rehearsed that. Um, yeah, wishing Gaza the greatest of birthdays. Um, everyone knows my love for him. And yeah, so we're not fishing. Uh, Brad's still asleep. And uh, I have my Simba alarm to do its Simba things. So uh, here I am at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, I, I appreciate you coming on, Brian. I know it's early, but... Uh, my pleasure, brother. My pleasure. Yeah. Let's get cracking. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure we've all got views on this. Uh, Enoch announced they've invested £150 million into both the on-the-pitch and off-the-pitch. What that means in terms of a split, we don't know. Whether that's a new cinema, where maybe that's for all players for Conte, we don't know. But uh, I'll start with you, Brian, because you, you've been very vocal about the uh, Levy out. I saw your comment on... Um, Twitter saying this is what we wanted, so praise where praise is due. Uh, what do you make of that? All into the, the, the club in terms of all to Conte or, or, or split? Or, or how do you read that? And, and do you think it's genuine that, that they are investing £150 million Or do you think there's something else there? Uh, what are your so, thoughts on that? So I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. The, and there's, there's reason behind it. Listen, there's a lot of people that have come out with Levy Outers going, oh, look, we told you. I mean, someone even tweeted me to tell you, said, I told you, Brian, it was all part of a 20-year plan. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's exactly what it was. Um, as I said in my tweet, the announcement is positive. It sounds positive. It looks positive. And I'm hoping if it quacks like a duck and sounds like a duck, that it's a duck. Um, <laughs> now, I am staying... Very, very neutral right now. Very neutral. I'm not going to say this is bullshit. I'm not going to say this is legit. I am just going to sit here and we'll wait and see what happens. Listen, as, as I said all along, this is, and, and you two know me very well. We've been streaming together. We've met and everything. I'm very, very vocal about this. And this is all the Levy Out people wanted. Investment into the club. And regular, regular being the word. Um, right now, it's a statement. It's a statement we are investing 150 million. Let's see, come pre-season, 
if it's me coming out, like I said, and I will do going, you've done it again, Levy. You've impressed me. Well done. Keep it going. Or the other way. I'm hoping it's that way. But at the moment, um, as you know, social media is going rife with, oh, we're linked with every Tom, Dick and Harry, um, <laughs> which is which is the same as any other summer. Let's face yeah. it. Let's face it. But there's just, I mean, the, 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 the one I'm waiting for, the one I'm waiting for, and if this happens, then I'll be like, do you know what? There could be something in this. Conte has come out and said, get Bastoni at all costs. Get Bastoni in at all costs. Now, if Bastoni walks in, I'll be like, do you know what? Fair play. That was the number one target. That was that was the crown jewel that um, Conte wanted. And then, then it adds some weight to it. I, I, I'm just concerned that people at Villa are making big moves. And and, and here we are. Um, yes, I know there's people on holidays, blah, 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 blah. But listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm speaking to you at 7.30 in the morning from England to Canada. People can talk on holidays. People can. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. Listen, it's... The first bit of actually real positive news we've had from from the board, rather than bullshit, which we'll wait to see if it is or not, but it sounds positive. And I just want to say to Swifty, sorry I didn't respond to your last message about Veghorst. Uh I passed that. I fell asleep, so I do apologise. Um, but yeah, I would take him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Bob Spur, Tommy has said, uh, spot on, Daigle. People are calling it a step. It's not. It's an announcement of intent. I want to see action. Oh, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, how do you read it, Tommy? Because all we've ever heard in the past is there's not enough money. We'll spend what we can. This is an actual statement, like Bob says and like Brian says, of here's 150 million. How it's going to be spent is, or if it's going to be spent is another thing. But th- th- this is more than we've had in the past. Oh, we normally just have comments saying, we don't have the money or we'll spend the money if we have it. So how, how do you uh, read it and what's your take on it? I think, I think Brian's pretty much, pretty much summed it up. I mean, there's nothing you can really say about it until, until we see action, to be honest with you. And then when we see action, we don't even know if it's come from that budget because there'll be a budget anyway, this, this summer, of course, you know, as tight as Levy has been with his purse strings over the last 20 years, there's always a budget. So we don't know if that's going to come out of the 150 mil. Why? I don't know why it's announced. I don't understand. Why do we need to know this? It's like he's patting himself on the back. Enoch patting themselves on the back. We're putting 150 in. I never heard other clubs do this. I never heard other clubs do this. Um, it's weird. It's a bit weird. And he does it a lot. He done something in the in January where he's sort of patting himself on the back by announcing something. I can't remember exactly what it was. It's just odd. It's very, very odd. Um, just sign players. We don't care what you invest in. We don't care if you if you want art. If, you know, we like art galleries. Everybody likes art galleries. Um, so if you want an art gallery and you want a cinema, fine. But don't take it out of the transfer budget. And it did say on the statement, on and off the pitch. Yeah, that, that, that's the... That's on the, and off the pitch. See, so... I mean, is this just an announcement to try and appease the fans? Obviously, there's a lot of uh, people who want Levy out. a lot of things. The, the Man United game, the 3-0, the there was a lot of uh, discontent. So is it just a comment to... So, so you know what the fans that he's being serious and try and get the fans a bit more on side, or is it actually genuine? Do you think that there is that 150 million that's been put in because he wants to improve the team, or Conte's told him you need to improve the team? So it's it's like Tommy said when he said um, no other team does this. 
no, that's it. But then you look at it, and, and you're right. Who else comes out with a an invest uh, a statement to try and get the fans excited and says both on and off the pitch? And you're like, oh, here we go. There's the there's there's that there's that. <laughs> you were doing fine until you said and off the pitch. Um, Bob's right. Bob, the Superman is right <clears throat> when they're saying it's not a step. I think I called it a step, and Bob's correcting me. He's right. It's an, it's an announcement of intent. Listen, Bob and I are planning to inject two hundred million into Spurs. There you go. That's, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll release a we'll we'll release a press conference and now say me and Bob are. This is it. You could say you two could turn around and say I'm going to buy this. Car. I'm buying a Rolls Royce. When when are you getting this Rolls Royce? <laughs> Ten years, twenty years. It's listen. Like I said, if Bastoni comes in. If Bastoni comes through the door, listen, Fraser Foster, I mean, I don't even know where this one has come from, but listen, it's a backup keeper, whatever. I, I, I'm not going to go in on that. But if Bastoni is not in very, very quickly, hmm. and I mean very quickly, no, no. If they say, right, we £51 million, pounds, he's yours. I don't want, right, we're offering you 45 and a half. And it's like, right, £51 million, bang, there you go. Get some of these players out the doors. If Bastoni walked through the door within the next couple of weeks, and I mean the next couple of weeks, then you're like, do you know what? Maybe, maybe this summer's going to be one of those where we can expect good things. But uh, <clears throat> it, it's just, you, you've seen it now. We're linked with, I mean, the one I saw yesterday, we're linked, relinked with Musa Dembele, the striker. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get him when he was at uh, Fulham. Couldn't get him when he was at Celtic. And now he's leaving Leon. We're, we're going back. All these spe- and it, obviously it's Twitter, so it's whatever we want to take from it. But you could just see all these players that we've gone for before and failed. These stories are rejuvenating, or, or sorry, reappearing. Um, yeah. Listen, like, again, it's a sign of intent, and let's just hope their intent is pure and true. But based on records, it's uh, it's not. But sign of Bastoni. And then we're we then you're going to have some uh, some more co- fans will have a lot more confidence. Yeah, a couple of comments there. Bobby K. Uh, Levy knows Daigle is incoming. He's just shielding himself. Well played, Levy. <laughs> and then uh, Bob Spur investment plus player sales, Premier League and Champions League money, match day revenue, events, naming rights. One hell of a kitty. It's a waiting game. Twenty two years and waiting. And he's also said Leandro Damio has just landed at Heathrow. I mean, you mentioned Twitter there. I've seen, I don't pay any attention to Twitter. I've seen uh, uh, Bastoni's very interested, wants to work with Conte, couldn't care less about Tottenham, wants to go to Man United. It's broken down and, and I don't trust any of that crap until, until it comes from Conte's mouth, the player's mouth. He's holding the shirt on the Spurs official site. Not interested, not interested. But uh, Tommy, in terms of Bastoni, Conte wants him. So would that be a bigger sign of intent, do you think? us going and getting Bastoni, if, if, if like uh, um, Brian says, get him at all costs than just saying, here's some money. Because that actually is action rather than just, yeah, here's some money. Before, before, I, touch on Basto- before I touch on Bastoni, I just want to say, yeah, we can't, you know, Bob's great saying, there you go, he's put it in. I, I didn't even realise he's put that in, but he's just put that in until they hold the shirt. Um, 
and you know you've already you've already sort of uh, delved on it a little bit. But the thing is, a manager a manager will never ever come out and say he's interested in the player. It's just it goes against the grain. It's disrespect to the other club, disrespect to the manager of the other team's uh, players. So that's never going to happen, which is which is fine. So it is literally until they hold the shirt. It's literally until they hold the shirt because this. You know, when I heard the Fonseca deal was 99.9% done last summer, 99.9% done. And who reported that? Who reported that? Mr. Romano. Mr. Romano, 99.9% done. Is, so I don't is, care is, who's is, reporting it. I don't care if it's Alistair Gold. I don't care who it is. Until they hold the shirt, it yeah. does not matter. It does not matter. Yeah. And in terms of Bastoni, in terms of Bastoni, I was, you know, I've been looking at him in detail. I've done a little transfer stream last night. And uh, well, actually, it was the week before I looked at him in depth. And I like him. He's a very, very good player. Very good player. Left foot is centre-back. Good age. Good age. 23 and obviously worked under Conte. So, uh, but we don't know if Conte's interested. We don't know if Conte wants to spend the £60 million unless he's phoned him and someone's tapped up the lines and or WhatsApped Bastoni and someone's found out. We, we don't know. We don't know. I'd imagine well, you know he's interested. We'll I imagine he that. is interested because he was, you know, he, he, he was uh, into last season. I imagine he was interested. <coughs> Sorry, Brian. No, what I was about to say on top of that, Tommy, is I think within the club, Conte has made it known that Bastoni is a, a must-do, where all these other media outlets, like Conte won't come out, like you said, and say, yep, we want him, blah, 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 because none of these players... Only Joe, only uh, Pep did with uh, with Kane, where he started trying to play games. But I, 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 I'm sure within the club... I see, Brian, I understand known. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But who's he telling then? Because there must be a mole then. Of course, out, they're, they're all, mate, they're, they're, mate, there's always, it doesn't matter what you do, there is a mole at every single club. There is was a this mole. actually Conte coming out and saying it? Was this one of these Twitter accounts, Conte has said this? I think, you know what, I think, I, I think to a certain it? extent, I think to a certain extent it's lazy reporting. Because mm -hmm. the, the only, the only summer managers we were attracted to last summer uh, were Italian managers, Fonseca, Gattuso, it all come out and it was, none of it was, it was mostly bullshit. Let's face it. And some of the players that came out were bullshit. The only player we actually signed from Italy was, was Romero and uh, and Golini, a backup goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. It's the only serious player we signed. Gil, Emerson Royal, they were, they were from Spain. So it's lazy journalism. It makes sense that we're interested in Bastoni and he's a very good player. He is a good player. Um, I'm not... So on the player himself, he's very tall. He's very tall and he plays left centre-back for Inter Milan. I'm not sure if he's pacey enough at six foot four, six foot five, to play in our system as a left centre back, I'd love him as a middle centre back. I think if we bring him in, I think if we bring him in, we should use him as a middle centre back. He'll be fantastic. You, you say I that about pace, though, but our current left centre back, Ben Davis, isn't quick either. So, but we don't want him. Like but we, we 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 don't want him. We don't. We, we didn't spend fifty million pounds on him. So. No. Yeah, we want, yeah, I think as a middle centre-back, he could work fine as a left centre-back, but I think as a middle centre-back, for someone that big, I worry about him in, a, in Serie A. I worry, I worry about him in Serie A. Um, but he's still, look, he's a quality operator. It's going to cost more than 50 million, though. That is, he's going to cost closer to 70 million. They paid 30 million for him when he was 18. <laughs> Into off at Atalanta. 30 million. So, um, yeah. I, I think it will cost close to the 70 mil. And if, if Conte wants him, then pay the money. If Conte wants him, then absolutely yeah. pay the money. But we don't know. We don't know until they hold the shirt. No. We don't we don't know. Yeah, I mean, Ian said here, 
How you doing, Ian? Uh, why wouldn't a player's agent leak a club is interested in his clients? See what other offers are out there. Same goes for the same club. That That's exactly the same as Luis Diaz. So even if we'd have bid exactly what uh, his club, I, I can't remember the club, and he wanted, Porto. his agent would have just gone, Porto, thanks. Uh, his agent would have just gone to Liverpool. Spurs are going to be signing him. And then Liverpool go and do the same. And he wants to go to Liverpool. So I, I think there's a lot. Exactly, of exactly. But just to respond to that, just to respond to that, but we could lie. Agent could absolutely lie. Why couldn't oh, yeah. he lie about the links with Tottenham? Of course Tottenham? they do. Yeah. He could lie about the links with Tottenham. So it still doesn't mean they're true. It doesn't mean they're true. No. As I said, until they hold the shirt, till I'll keep saying it. We don't know they're true, Ian. So they can, you know, exactly. That will happen. So it could be bullshit again. It could absolutely be bullshit, this link with this link with Bastoni. It, it might not be. And it sounds like, uh, you know, it makes sense that we're interested. But... You know, let's make a bid. Let's make a formal bid. Let's let's go through contract negotiations, yeah. um, but before we start, before we start um, guessing, guessing games. Yeah, I mean, no pissing about. Just going. Allegedly, you've got the money there, <laughs> so just go and bid what what is wanted. But but this hundred and fifty million announcement. Do you think that's from Conte pressure, the protests, or both being the catalyst? Because I, uh, it, this is the first season, isn't it? That Man United three 0 game where where Levy verbally got not I, I wouldn't say abuse, but uh, verbally verbally criticised at a game which TV cameras picked up. Yeah. Before it's just been kind of online and outside on on transfer deadline days. This was actually in the stadium in front of live TV cameras. So and then Conte is you know if Conte next year finishes fourth and we win a league cup we'll be delighted because we're in Champions League and we've won a cup he'll be furious because he hasn't improved that league position he's a winner so he's not just going to say if Levy goes well we can't afford it and you know he's not going to be happy about that so do you think Conte or the protests or both or other factors are the catalyst behind this announcement so so obviously when it comes to the protests you know I'm very very deep within that 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 um circle or whatever but what what, what i've got to, got to say here sir first of all and i said it on on our channel on tottenham on tour when i addressed everyone when, when we went live on, on tuesday afternoon so i straight away came out when this was announced but when this was actually announced bob and ben from we are tottenham tv would not stop phoning me and stupidly, I got myself into such a panic thinking, what the hell's happened to Bob? Is Bob OK? And I thought Bob wouldn't be phoning me if something had happened to Bob. Uh, so I know Bob's OK. So, but that was the first thing because of the way my phone was going. Um, and then obviously I heard it. I thought, Do you know what? He's made this statement. I, I've got to say something on Twitter before I get battered from all the Levy in and whatever. So I came out and wrote something. And I said, listen, as I've always said, I'm man enough to, to criticise. I'm man enough to give praise where it's due. And, and this does deserve praise if it happens and it's a, a a big move or as Bob said big sign of intent but then you, I got idiots who decided to to not look at that but start trolling me whatever and saying oh I want to sit in the Brian Daigle stand and, what, and all this stupid nonsense because they thought I was taking credit for it myself never have I stood up and said it this is all down to me what I will say is you, you put put the uh, the heading up um Again, Chris, just so I can see how you, how the uh, the bullet point was. So, right, let, let's just leave that. So, so, first of all, Antonio Conte. Antonio Conte was tried to be, was tried to be signed before season ticket renewals went out for last season. There was no paratici. Within an hour of the season ticket renewal line close or deadline going, 
miraculously, the Conte deal fell through. Miraculously, like like some kind of weird coincidence. Read into that what you will. Now, for 21 years or 20 years or however long people have been leaving out, me, 14, have had to see years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years, and years of lies and or, or false promises or, or this happening. And then the one year that there is constant protest, whether they're big in numbers at the ground or social media presence. And I've always said social media is where this battle is going to be won. It's not like the sugar days where there was no social media or anything. Um, and then obviously we had the Levy out at, at Manu, which I was there for. And then Conte comes in. And then training ground protests. Kulisevsky and Bentacor come in. And then, the, not so, listen, I'm not stupid enough to say this is all down to leave out protests, because it's not. It's not. It's a majority Antonio Conte. It is a majority, a huge majority. But like I said, when I'm big enough to come out and say, yep, this is a step forward, or sorry, I keep saying the word step forward, Bob's right, intent of a step forward. Um, the impact leave out had after let's say the 14 years that I've been leaving out where there's been nothing apart from the odd person or the odd few people on Twitter to constant, constant pressure, things have happened. Now, like I said, I'm not stupid enough or naive enough or that arrogant to say, yeah, it's all down to us. It's all down to us. And what you got to remember as well when I talk about leaving out people is there are thousands, tens of thousands, probably more of people that are leaving out. Now, every single one of them aren't part of the collective I'm with. So every time there's a bad Levy out comment, people naturally think, oh, it's the protesters, or it's when it's not. We haven't got attacking or being personal or, or anything like that, but there are people out there on Twitter that will get highly toxic and highly... But because they do that, because we are at the protest, because I have this platform to speak about what's going on or voice my, my grievances... They automatically think that everyone's associated with us. Um, but 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 getting but getting back onto onto this, it's put it this way: Do I think the protests help? One hundred billion percent. Do I think it affected everything, lock, stock, and all down to us? No, not at all, not at all. But it certainly certainly paid some kind of uh, dividends into what's going on right now, in my honest opinion. Yeah. What, what do you think, Tommy? Uh, in, in terms of this, I think I think the fans. I was at the Man United game before um, uh, when Nuno got sacked the following day, and it just went off. It went absolutely off. Levy out, Levy out, Levy out. It was the first time. Um, it was the first time he uh, Levy out had that against him. I think the first real time, and the last time I saw that, it worked as well. It worked again with West Ham with David Sullivan and uh, David Sullivan, the owner. The West Ham fans went crazy. In fact, it was a little bit more violent than our ones. Um, I'm not condoning violence. There wasn't any violence yeah. in the Man United uh, when we when we uh, when the fans combined as a collective and started shout, shouting Levy out. But the West Ham, the West Ham fans did, and David Sullivan started spending serious money after that. Contract salary increased, and West Ham are where they are now. They're in the semi-finals Europa League, fighting top four the last two seasons since then. So it was definitely a catalyst. The protest, well, the protest what made Levy sack Nuno without a shadow of a doubt for me. If there were no protests on that day, I think I think Nuno would have got, had a, a, still a few weeks, still had a few weeks in the job. So uh, and then obviously Levy had to get the big man in. He had to make a big, 
you had to make a big decision and get get a big man in. They don't get bigger than Conte, do they? Top three managers <laughs> in the world. The fact that he was available as well, but top three managers in the world. So um, yeah, it was it was to appease the fans again. It was to appease the fans again. But that if we get an Antonio Conte into a piece of fans, fantastic, fantastic. And I do feel like I do feel like what Brian Daigle's done. What the more. Uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say violent. I'm not saying violent, but more um, passionate, but slightly more aggressive. Levy out, Levy out campaigners. Certainly in social media, right. make a difference, make a huge, huge difference. Um, and even on Sky Sports, we saw a few, we saw a few scenes with the Levy out banners and that, and they, that gets into the mind of Spurs fans. We realise that the investment hasn't been good enough. We realise that. Um, there, there are many, many ways Levy's run this club that have not been good enough. We see it, see it across social media. So when when we're losing 3-0 to Man United uh, in the stadium, we can see it. We can see it. We can see in the stadium that the fans revolt. They did that day. So so the protests outside the stadium on social media matter. And then when it, when it, when you see it in the stadium, uh, that's where that's where it ended and it, and it catapulted uh, us to you know getting rid of Nuno and bringing Conte in. It was a massive, massive yeah. part of it. Massive, massive part of it. Uh, let me get some comments. There's some on this as well. Uh, I'm going to come to Bob Spurs one uh, last uh, from Ian. There's another side. Uh, Levy said he couldn't compete with 36k stadium. He therefore built a 62k one first season of income. Bensey has the money, uh, potentially. The Levy outgrade, though, are essential to keep Levy on his toes. Time for a ceasefire and see what Conte and Paracitti can do before the window closes. Can I just comment I on that, Chris? Can I, I just agree with that. that? I now, agree with that. Ian Meth. Um, again, came into this community, which and I love him dearly, 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 dearly. And uh, Bosper brought him in. What he's just said in that last comment is, is in both those comments actually is is bang on the money. Now, um, uh, it, he's, he's it, also said this. Uh, uh, that's why I think you've done your job, whatever influence it's had. As I said, leave it a bit and see what they deliver. Well, this is uh, the thing. Like I said, right now, like I said at the beginning, and this is why I want to talk to Ian as well, because Ian and I get on famously. When we first came on to and I love doing streams with him, but he, again, uh, there's a lot of people in the community, which we are obviously welcome, if you like, like Sean, Ian, um, and Rez that know a lot of the financial aspects of it and a lot of that side of it. Listen, I, I've never claimed to be the financial expert. I've never claimed to be a whiz kid with numbers. Um, I speak as people know straight from the heart and with passion uh, and raw aggression sometimes because of what's going on in my club. And I do that on the supporter side. Ian and the people I mentioned as well do that as well. But obviously they've got that side of the game covered a lot more than I do. Um, and I love listening to Ian's... Um, insight uh, uh, and answers and uh, how he sees things uh, and the first one where he's talking about the 62 the new stadium obviously that that was a, a huge huge part of this a huge part of this um and the second part where where for for him saying the levy are, are essential for him i the, for, this is what i love about it people like bob tried to find people that were levy not out but not Sorry, not in, but or he was trying to find Levy in or, or or on the fence, or but just not Levy out to come on and have their their opinion. People who hadn't made their mind up yet. Yeah, and, and obviously there's a lot of people that feel they won't come on because they think we'll all go rah, 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 and just literally <laughs> shut them down. But Ian came on, and he actually came on on a Levy out special or a Levy in or out special. And every moment I spend on the stream with him is fantastic, and I appreciate everything he says and uh, and. We agree pretty much on absolutely everything, everything, 
and we get, we're, we're very close on this leap. I mean, when it comes to the, the fuck-ups, I'll go nuclear. He'll be like, wait, 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 wait. Um, but the things he've said is, well, when it, what I want to talk about is the ceasefire. Listen, I, I, I'm going very, very quiet. And when I say I'm going, uh, when I say um, quiet, I'm not going to start shooting my mouth off before shit happens and gets burnt again. Because I've been there before. I'm going, look, this is going to happen. And when it happens, blah, blah. And sometimes it doesn't happen. It's like, Brian, what do you know? What the fuck? So, so listen, I, 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 am, I am prepared right now, like I said, to, to see what happens. But what, what, when I will start losing patience and when I will start, isn't the end of the window. It's the day before preseason starts. Because Conte once again has said preseason, preseason, pre that we do know. Yeah. Like Poch, preseason, 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 and I don't mean all your transfer activity. I mean the main ones you want, the main stars that you think are going to get this club up to the next level. Those guys need to be in before career, and and if they're not, then my quietness might change and go up about three thousand decibels. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people as well saying it doesn't stop at one window. Absolutely agree with that. Exactly. If you spend money in this window, it's got to be January or certainly next summer. But a question from Bob Spur here, preview question from In The Wall. I'm assuming that would be on tomorrow. In a time of recession, people in the UK relying on food banks to feed their families. Should we feel a bit uncomfortable with this investment? Uh, for me, for me, if you say yes to that, you've got to get upset about films like Spider-Man coming out, which cost... God knows how many hundreds of millions. Uh, Mbappe signing a deal worth God knows how much. So I think Don't it's just a sign of the times. Found out that Toby Maguire was a Spurs fan through that Spider-Man movie, so it's worth every single penny. <laughs> Toby <laughs> Maguire was it? Tom Not Holland. Toby Maguire. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Holland. I was about to say. We've got, right, right. we've got two Spider-Mans. We've got two. We got two Spider-Man supporters. Yeah. Well, then I've seen Doctor <laughs> Strange came out, and that cost a lot of money because I don't know where. Benedict Cumberbatch's football allegiances lie. Uh, but yeah. Watch I, I, Top Gun. Watch Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Top, so top Gun. That must have cost a pretty penny. You know, it was like 160 music million video, dollars. So yeah. One six oh, I think it cost ten million, ten million pounds yeah. more than uh, the leaving yeah. investment. So it wasn't yeah. cheap. So, yeah. So on that respect, Bob, I, I'm not that bothered about it because it's just a sign of the times that rich people can afford to do that. I'm more upset with the fact that I was indoors where certain assholes who can't comb their hair properly decide to have parties and lie about it in their place of work. But um, anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, so yeah. Uh, Let's go on. Uh, uh, Tommy, Conte's wish list. If you were Conte, what do you think he needs? I, I, I'm still Adam and Eriksson's coming back. You had him at Inter, whether he fancied him there or not, but we're crying out for someone creative. Uh, and the fact with uh, five subs in the league next year, we're in the Champions League, which won't be like you uh, Conference League where you play your second string. Uh, I think the squad is going to be vitally important. And... Uh, he obviously knows the club in terms of what Brian was talking about in pre-season. He won't need a huge amount of time of bedding in because he knows the culture and the club and most of the players there. He certainly knows Conte as well. Uh, and he knows how Conte plays. So I think he'll come in, which will obviously be free. But uh, what, what do you think his wish list will be in terms of right. types of players and any players that you can think kind of that player? Right, so in terms of position, in terms of position, you've got to go back up goalkeeper. It looks like that's already sorted with Forster. Two centre-backs, minimum two centre-backs. Uh, middle centre-back and a left centre-back. Two wing-backs. We can't go in the next season with Reggie and Cess. We need to lose one of them. I think Conte... I don't Do think, you think Conte Reggie really will be going back Reggie. to Real? No, no chance. Not £40 million. Oh, okay. pounds. Not, not a chance in hell. Is it, are Real Madrid... They haven't got any money anyway. 
So they're not certainly pay, they're not well, certainly not paying for a backup. Oh, it's, it's only a quick thing. phone call to the royal family, and then they've got about half <laughs> yeah, a fucking country's worth, haven't they? So, you, yeah, you've got to remember they they'll, 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 uh, they I'll let you finish. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to say when it comes to Regulon, they'll they'll buy him back just to sell him for more money. Yeah, I love the fact that Mbappe has turned down Real Madrid because Real Madrid think they're the greatest team in the world, can do absolutely anything. All they have to do is phone that newspaper up. You know, phone up the royal family. Could we have a bit more money, please? We've spunked it on people who are fucking useless, and then they get everything they want. I love the smoke, fact that Mbappe is turning mirrors. down. Mbappe saying he wanted to go to Real Madrid last season, smoking mirrors in it. So PSG give him a bigger contract. We just talked about agents. Yeah. So that was uh, that was. I reckon that was that was. But Real Madrid the are unhappy. So and Real Madrid saying it ruins the integrity of the game. I mean, I mean, where do you start with that? You can have a whole stream on how how contradictory that bloody is but anyway that, that's something uh, something for it <laughs> for something else right so so carrying on with you know le left wing back as i said um i think we need to lose one of them Cess or reggie Cess uh, ended the season very well last three games of the season so i'd imagine i'd imagine conte wants to keep him he's young guys homegrown uh i like reggie i actually do like reggie i think he can cross a ball i think he gets to the byline well last season last season this season at left wing back he's not been good the last six months, especially left wing back, I think Cess has been, been really impressive. Really, really he can sort that injury out. He, I don't think. I well think it's a bit. I, I think the last three games he's been good. Cessignon, he's still got big defensive deficiencies. He, he signed as a left winger, so that's that makes sense. He was signed as a left winger from Fulham. I think the final season at Fulham, he scored fifteen goals as a left winger. So he's he's a left winger. Um, he's he's gone to left wing back and he's done a good job in some games. So as yeah, I said, I think we'll sell. I think we'll sell Reggie. I think we'll sell Reggie. Uh, we're not getting forty million pounds, no chance. Uh, right wing back, yeah, we have to sell Emerson or Doherty. Uh, Emerson, we won't be able to sell. Like Endombele, he'll have to be a loan deal or something, and then maybe hope for a future fee. I think that's my own. Uh, that's my own yeah. opinion on that. What would matter. you do with well, We certainly need a right wing back. We certainly need a right wing back. What would you do right with Because I think someone told me I was on Paxton Road TV yesterday, and Sam was saying that, or someone was saying that uh, Conte said if he does come back, he's on the reserves. Training with the reserves. Is he lonely? He'll get. He'll have. He'll have people that. Um. He'll have people that want to. Uh, loan him again. He'll have people that want to loan him again. Certainly, and Dombella. He's got that talent where there will be suitors. There will certainly be suitors in terms of that talent. They'll try and get the best out of him because the talent. We can all see the talent is there. Extremely talented boy and Dombella. So I think he'll. Yeah, he'll certainly go on a loan move again. I don't think Doherty's going to be sold because we can't really get no. much money for him. Uh, Emerson will be loaned. So. Two centre backs, right wing back, left wing back, centre mid if Winks goes. Remember, Skip's coming will. back. Mm. I hope, he, I think we all hope he will. So <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. I think for start. him as well, I, I, he obviously gets a lot of flack, but I think he's not a terrible, terrible player. He's just obviously regressed in the same way that Delhi has. But he, he did a really good job for us in like 16, 17. So I think for him, the Champions he needs League to leave run as, as well. Much as anything. Yeah, I think Champions for him, League he needs run, to leave and try and revive his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, good for good for all parties. I think Wink's going. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, about I think Southampton, Brighton. We, we yeah. talked about that like, last night. Stream. Yeah, sneaky um, feeling. Harvey Joe, White yeah, can be converted it. into a left wing back. But the thing yeah. is, with Harvey White, if you convert Harvey White into a left wing back, that means that you've got and you sell Reggie. You've got Harvey White and Reggie for the season. So um, now Harvey White and Cess for the season, which is risky to say the least, especially with Sessignon's injuries and. Harvey White is a natural centre midfielder. I think he can certainly, yeah, he can certainly probably play there. But yeah, very, very risky selling Reggie and putting Harvey White there or vice versa. Um, 
But um, so yeah, left wing back, right wing back, two centre backs, backup keeper. We've already got one by the looks of it. Centre mid if Winks goes, and they're definitely a backup striker. Whatever happens, we need another striker to play play with Kane or backup. And then if we sell Lucas Bergwijn or Gill, we'll need a backup in those positions too. Um, because they will be backup because you've got Song, Kulu, and Kane. So if we sell any of those players, uh, like I think we're front, I think we're definitely loaning three players out again. So Gill's going back on loan. Endombele's going out on loan. Emerson's going out on loan. Um, so that's how I see. It. We need six players. I think yeah. we need like I think we need I think we need like six players, six players probably, and that's realistic because we could get rid of fifteen mm. in reality. But I, I think six players, six players out, maybe yeah. seven, realistic. Yeah. And before I ask you, Brian, just a couple of comments. Uh, uh, Ian here. Sess is a natural winger slash wing back. Veggie is a full back. Obviously, we play with a uh, uh, wing backs with Conte, yep. so obviously that that steads uh, uh, in uh, stuff. And here we are. How you doing, Brad? And uh, yeah, Bob Spur here. I do believe the reason why Emerson and Sess have been lauded by some of the fan base towards the end is because the majority they've been poor to average, both need upgrading. I'd keep Sess in Yon. I'd get rid I agree. of Emerson. Hundred uh, percent, I agree with Bob. Hundred percent, yeah. I agree with Bob. Yeah, I'd keep um, fickle. We're fickle. We're a fickle fan base after three games. Yeah. You know, we're, we're very, and then very Ian's fickle. also said in regards to the striker Jesus from Man City. Uh, thoughts, uh, Brian? What would yeah. be your wish list? So, so I'm starting with Regulon straight away. And I, I've been saying this, it's, it's something in, and I agree with again. Sessignon, if we're playing a back four, Regulon is better than Sessignon, without a shadow of a doubt. But we are never going to play a back four with Conte. We've seen it through our <coughs> our season this season. And if we do, it'll be very, very, very rare. Um, so he's just not fit for purpose. Whether there's a player in there or not, he's just not fit for purpose. We need another left wing back. As much as I love Sessignon, what I want to see is a experienced right here, right now, number one left wing back to come in and then Sessignon can rotate and learn from this guy ready to be the next one with him being so young. There is a player in there. And if, if, if that happens, it can limit his, his injuries because obviously we can try and address that whilst whilst the, the, the number one left back is playing. Oh, left wing back, sorry. But Stoney, for me, and listen, I've, I've heard things from uh, from the only Italian source I will ever listen to in Iggy. And, <laughs> uh, mate, his knowledge, as we all know, on Italian football is, is the one to go to. Um, he actually he actually prefers Bremer, which I don't know a lot about. But apparently the Bastoni deal is the domino effect of Bremer going to enter as his replacement. So... It looks like that one's not going to happen. Bastoni, for me, is a must. Um, right wing backs, we definitely need upgrading on. Dyer, I think, will be upgraded on. But as I look at everywhere that needs upgraded, he's the least concern. I mean, Bob mentioned it as well when people, when they mentioned about Ben Davies. They were saying they need a replacement for, back, for, for Ben Davies. But now they're saying they need competition for him because I've said it a few weeks now. He has been nothing short of sensational the last few weeks yeah. since the Liverpool game. He has 1 billion percent earned the right to at least be within that squad. Um, and if he comes off the bench to replace a Bastoni or whatever with 20, 30, 40, whatever, I'll be like, Do you know what? Fine. Yeah, you, wouldn't, Abs- you wouldn't be well, well, well bit, would you? No, not at all. Um, midfield needs improving on. Listen, as much as we know we need a backup striker or competition, as I say, competition for Kane, it ain't happening. We've done seven years without it. We've, we all know we've needed it. And time and time and time and time again, it just doesn't happen. Um, I think the main thing is that the defence has been a rock. But if that can become 
like we had when we had the best defence in the league mm. two years in a row uh, with Jan and Toby. And then you look at that front three. Mm. So, yes, the midfield does need addressing. But I think as he as we're hearing, the defence is the most important thing for him to uh, to make sure he gets all his targets in. And if that defence becomes as tight as tight can be, then we're laughing with that front three. So, for me, it's addressing that defence first. Yeah, and uh, uh, welcome to you, uh, Brad, Transatlantic Brad. I've got some kind of interference. I don't know if you've got a phone, near your microphone or anything. But, um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on £150 million and, and what would be your wish list if you were Conte? I can, I can hear him. I can hear you because you're in the bedroom and I can hear you, but I can't hear you. <laughs> I was going to say, is he in the same house as you? I was going to yeah. say, is he in the same house as you? Doesn't look like it, but... Yeah, yeah. very blocky. Uh... I can't hear I can't hear Brad saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brad, uh... we can't hear you, buddy. Uh, drag him into your room, Brian, and then... Uh... Just do mime. Just do the mime. Just try you know what, mime. Baby, let me sign out and then we're both going to sign in on my tablet. Okay. We'll be back in one sec. Okay. Technical difficulties. We'll be back in a second. Please hold the line. <laughs> I just want to say, Ben Davis has been, yeah, Ben Davis has been yeah. really, really good. In fact, I think he's had a better second half of the season than Dyer. Um, oh, I really do. That I Liverpool game, Davis he was fantastic. unbelievable against Liverpool. And, and, and Arsenal, he didn't make a huge amount of blocks, but he got booked fa fa fairly early on. Um, in that game, in a real pressure cooker game, didn't get sent off, didn't do anything that you'd think, oh, oh Conte's going to have to take him off. He's walking on a tightrope here. Very, very disciplined. I think that's something that Brad said uh, when he was on, on the show uh, after after the um, Arsenal game. Very, very disciplined. And, and in complete contrast, you look at Holding, who had absolute mare and then got himself in, sent off. Um but yeah, absolutely superb Ben Davies, and and he he was maligned a little bit earlier in the season, you know, always regardless of seven out of ten. Certainly in the last few games, he was much more than a seven out of ten. Um, As was Doherty, loads of people, yeah. loads of people were, and then they had three good games, and everyone's yeah. talking about. Like him, Ian like, yeah. said here with Davies, he, he doesn't think he but made Davies a foul after his yellow. Uh, absolutely superb. I mean, he obviously didn't That's have a to tough do position to play. Center. Left centre back yeah. and right centre back is a very, very especially. I, I think he was against Saka as well, wasn't he? I think Martinelli was on the. Um, yeah, he would have uh, been on the left. Uh, Martinelli uh, left was on the left. Saka on, Saka the, right, was on the right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, welcome back to Brian. I don't know if uh, Brad. Brad, yeah. I just said yeah, to you, turn that off and come in here. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, uh, in different countries. It doesn't look like you're in the same country. I, I, know, in the same big, I know Canada's big, but the rooms aren't that big. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in, in terms of the season review, uh, we'll get Brad's thoughts on the 150 million when he uh, gets into the other room in, in 20 minutes from Brian's mansion. Oh, there he is. Hey, I wish it was a mansion, mate. I wish it was a mansion. Hey, how you doing, Brad? Uh, thank you. Good. Thank you. Enjoying, enjoying yeah. Toronto. It's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, well, it's been brilliant, you. although today it's raining. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, call you, we'll call you Transatlantic Brad from now on uh, <laughs> until you come back to the UK. But well, we've already mentioned it, but quickly, what, what are your thoughts on 150 million? Uh, uh, will Conte get that? And, and what would be your wish list if you were him in terms of uh, okay. positions well, and all, your players? 
first of all, it's, it's obviously it's it's complicated how the accounts work and all the finance works and all that. But what I've read from people like Annie Gold, the majority of, of that money raised will be given to Conte and the team. So, as I said, cautiously optimistic, cautiously happy with it. But I think I heard Brian say earlier, let's see where we are on the 1st of July when pre-season starts. If Conte's got the players he wants, then I'll be happy and say, well well done, well done, Annie, well done the board for, for backing the team. But until that moment happens, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, just holding fire at the moment and just sort of we're trying to relax and uh, enjoy my holiday, and uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we will sign some players. I mean, there's there's talk in, in in you know people like Alistair the Gold and that that we're interested in certain players and and the right players that everyone. My knowledge of the European football is not that brilliant, but from what I read about people, with these people like Bastoni and and uh, was it Kovic or whatever they it's called. Uh, as far as a wish list, uh, and I'm only probably mirroring what everyone else has been saying. Davis and Dyer have done absolutely brilliant, but if we want to be challenging for titles, we've got to upgrade. Keep, I'd love to see them stay at, uh, at Tottenham, and they're great, great squad uh, to be in the squad. Uh, we need wing backs is a, a big area because that's a big part of the way Conte plays football is is his system. So we definitely need wing backs. Uh, if he has to sell three of the others, I'm fine with that. Uh, I think they've done okay. Uh, I think that their heart's in the right place, but they're obviously not good enough if we're going to be challenging teams like titles. If an offer comes in for Regulon, that's good. Yeah, fine, not a problem. Uh, I'm not so sure that Madrid want to pay 40 million for him, uh, whatever the fee was. Uh, we need. I think we need. We probably need a creative midfielder only in so far as it gives an option and it gives a, a chance for Conte to play the, the three-five-two. And obviously, we need some sort of a, another forward. It doesn't necessarily have to be a striker, but it has to be a forward that can play striker and play wide out. You know, someone like when we were supposed to be in for uh, Watkins the other season, uh, someone like that. That's what. That's one, two, that's four. That's about six players. So yeah, that, that's what I, I, I hope we go for. Yeah, just seen on uh, last word on Spurs, and this is where uh, it makes me laugh. Um, so they've just said, wait well, one second, stands dead. Okay, so where is that tweet? Give me one second because it's now just right, there. It is. There it is. So Tottenham Hotspur are increasingly confident that Antonio Conte will now stay at the club for next season. Managing director for Fabio Paratici and and uh, Spurs boss Conte are meeting in Turin today. Well, yeah. I'm sure I saw across a billion different twitters. Uh, People had a photo of him at Stansted Airport yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, unless he's flown back to Stansted for some reason, then back to... It, it, do you know what? It, it, this is what this summer's going to be about. Just complete it's, click, it's clickbait, though, isn't it? Like Tommy it said earlier, easy journalism, easy clickbait. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ian, Mathis, Ian said here, Ericsson, bad question mark yeah. for me. I think he's coming back. That, that certainly sorts out, you know, the last half hour in games or, or start against the games teams who are going to sit back. It, it, I mean, if, it's if it's the Ericsson that, that we saw play for Brentford and saw play against us, uh, and it's a free transfer, well, it's a no-brainer, really. And, and, and yeah. medically, it, yeah, even, the, even, then he, even then, he's free, so I don't think it's that yeah. much of a risk. He knows the club, he knows mo most of the players, he's he knows Quintay. Yeah. I think it's a fairly risk-free. Um, Would you take him over Bale? Would you definitely take him over Bale with both of free, both of free? Yeah, because I, I, I can see, yeah, because I can see Bale being more of a, 
a bench plan. Bale obviously wouldn't want, want to do that with the World Cup coming up. Although he's, you know, he's not 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 going to get into the Wales team, is he? But uh, I think I think that sort of player. Uh, and also with Ericsson, I said he's Premiership ready. Uh, Actually, I forgot what I was going to say now, but no, I, I think Ericsson would be a bit of a, bro- a no-brainer if he's available. And he wants. Uh, I don't think, I think he he's played under under Conte at Inter. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when they won the title. So, yeah. so yeah, so it, it's all it's all no-brainer. Well, well I would like to say you might have already talked uh, spoke, uh, talked about this. I've just seen on on uh, the Spurs website that uh, we're going to play a, a friendly now against Roma on July the 30th, <laughs> which I found was. Rather interesting, <laughs> considering what's happened in the past. Yeah. Well, it will be interesting, yeah. I mean, let's move <laughs> on to a season. Why they the IDF to help him keep uh, Mourinho away from Levy. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I mean, one thing now that Dane Scarlett has signed a contract extension, loan the guy out, get him some first-team experience, because mm. he ain't going to get in the first team here. Loan him out, get him some first-team experience. Uh, and if Harvey White isn't going to play, Alfie Devine isn't going to play, mm. Do exactly the same. Do exactly the same. Or start playing them. But, uh, yeah, we'll move on to a season review. Although I would say bad. I hope Brian's been making you cups of tea in the morning. Otherwise, that trip of no, the yeah, that might have to be a bit lower than normal. Oh, no, right. Excuse me. Excuse me. I will go make the cup. Can I just say, before uh, before we move on from Ericsson, can I just say, there are heavy links with Liverpool. There there are heavy links with Liverpool now. There are heavy, heavy links with Ericsson going to Liverpool. Oh, Say that again? Yeah. Say uh, again, Ericsson, Ericsson to Liverpool. Ericsson yeah. to Liverpool. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, and it, it, Daily Mail, Metro, and apparently Gary Neville saying urges Reds to sign Christian Ericsson this summer. But there is remains n- to be seen. Multiple I think... reports. Multiple reports. I think it's easy journalism, like you say, you know, mm. everyone knows he's after, you know, Spurs are after him. But uh, what I will say is you're welcome. Liverpool's man, weird, though. L- Liverpool's <laughs> weird, though. Liverpool, Liverpool, Ericsson's very odd. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Like, the Bastoni to Jose, the to Tottenham makes sense because he used to manage. Yeah. But Ericsson to Liverpool doesn't really make a lot of sense. So you think maybe there is something true there. Maybe there is something right there. I, I don't know. I don't it, know. It, 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 also might, it also might be that Ericsson might think that, well, I don't really want to go back to Tottenham because, you know, even though I love the club, you know, I, I want to do something different. So he might, might I mean, it's up to him, really, I guess. If we'll both we'll teams see what happens in the next mm. few weeks or whatever. But uh, yeah, we've got a half hour left. I've got a meeting at two. I've only just remembered that. But uh, before we move <laughs> on to a season review, Tommy, I, I did see this. I, I always say I don't bother uh, 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 looking at the Twitter things and anything like that or the gossip comments, but I did see this. Potentially a new contract for Kane. Uh, whether that's the case or not, who knows, but do, do you think there'll be an offer? Obviously, he's he's got two years left, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was three years last summer, wasn't it? Two years left. Yeah. Uh, he loves Conte. We're in the Champions League again, so by his own words, we're progressing from where we were last season. Uh, but if he does sign a contract, you can bet any money you have, there's a release clause if you don't get Champions League or something or don't win a cup. Mm. Because this time, not make that mistake again. Yeah, this time, yeah. Mm. Uh, Ian's heading off. Cheers, Ian. Thanks for all the comments. And uh, thanks to everybody for the comments. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. It really helps the channel. Um, but yeah, do you think there is any truth in that? Or is again, lazy journalism? Um. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he will. I think he will sign a contract because he he should be on more than two hundred grand a week. To be honest with you, 
Um, I know it sounds like a stupid amount of money, but it's uh, compared to other players on the planet, like Lewandowski must be on 400, 450 grand. I think Kane's up there with Lewandowski, if not better, especially with the assists he gives to a team as well. So I think he'll be, you've got to give him a contract to another 300, 300 grand a week, something like that, and another year extension. I, f- I felt like top four, top four was, I said it for a long time too. Yeah. Two months before the end of the season, top four is essential for so many reasons. And the fact that we got it means that I think if Conte stayed or we got top four, Kane would stay. But we got both. And if we didn't get top four, if we didn't get top four, Conte might have gone to Paris Saint-Germain or something like that. So the fact that we've got top four and Conte, Harry Kane staying put. And Man City signed Haaland, didn't they? Man City have confirmed yeah, they've signed yeah. Haaland. So, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Maybe... Maybe he could have gone to Man United if they finished in the top four again. They were runners-up yeah. last season, but they've completely capitulated. capitulated so yeah. they're the only two clubs I could have seen him going to. So Harry Kane's staying, and the fact that he's staying, he should be on more money. So give him, yeah, give him another hundred grand a week, uh, and uh, of course uh, another year extension. I think it's, a, yeah. I think it's a given. To be honest with you, I think it's a given. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Let's move on to season review, Brad. I mean. I was on Sam's show yesterday, Pax and Road TV, and he described the, the season as a roller coaster that was on fire. Not just a roller coaster, <laughs> even more extreme than that. And it has been a crazy one. But I mean, who would have known at the time that losing 3 0 to Manchester United in one of the most dire displays oh. we've seen would have been one of the best things to happen to us all season? Yeah. I mean, and then those last four games, I thought were completely different games, completely different ways of playing, completely different op- opposition that we played shows that we can play in different ways and get results. I mean, obviously, Liverpool was only one-all, but in any kind of context, a one-all at Anfield is a brilliant result. And obviously, it has helped. I think it gave the players so much confidence. If we can go to away to Liverpool, who are chasing titles, they got all their first team out, out there. And we should have won. We can beat anybody. Uh, but yeah, you, you, you're kind of overriding views of the season and thoughts of the season? Well, I, I think the funny thing was when we, when we, the first game after Man City, I was very, very optimistic. I was, I thought, oh, this is a team, they're playing well, uh, they look like they're enjoying their football and I made the, the comment, which in hindsight is actually a ridiculous com- comment, but oh, it's almost like we're back to posh, posh, posh days, you know, that it's the club all together and how wrong I was. Uh, then you look at the start <laughs> of the uh, uh, the Man United game when we all um, Brian was over at that time. I'll say over, I'll say over here, over there, uh, and we went to the uh, went for a curry and we just said this is really a really really bad day. Let's just enjoy our evening, not even think about football. So that's how we was, and at that time I thought we'll we'll be lucky to get top six. You know, we, we you know, and I thought we'd be like seventh or eighth. So to get fourth, I think it's actually an amazing achievement by by Conte and and the team. Uh, He's got them playing. He seems to. What I was really impressed about the Arsenal game and the Norwich game, and in, in a, in a, and probably the, the Burnley game. The Burnley game was a little bit panic stations in the in injury time, but I was in, everyone in the crowd was. But I, I, thought, I thought that was the more important game, though. We've obviously beaten it, Arsenal it easily, and then you've got to follow that up by hook or by crook, and we did that. So. What, what I what I loved was I didn't see all of the Norwich game. I only seen the highlights, but but. We seem to put Arsenal away, even routinely. It's like an almost routine win. <laughs> you know, we, it's like we, we just, all right, we're here. We play our football and we beat them. We had the first five, six minutes where we let them come on to us. And that seems to be 
the way we play now, let the team have the ball for the first five minutes, come on to us, and then we we, 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 we break and we go forward. So, and also the Norwich game, you know, I mean, let's face it, everyone had in the back of their mind a slight little anxiousness. I was, but, you know, by half-time, 2-0, goal after in the second half, 3-0, yeah. we done it with, with ease, really. Yeah, I mean, what I was particularly pleased about that was we could have been a bit cautious because all we needed was a draw, do not lose, but we not only got one, yeah. we won in style and yeah. obliterated a team that we should be obliterated with all yeah, respect it was to Norwich. A, a, Confidence down the pan. Yeah. Confidence of them down in the pan, been relegated. We should be beating them fairly comfortably. And we got a golden boot into the uh, equation as well. Yeah, and it's I think I think opportunities to say that you compete with the team you're playing no matter what level on. You first of all you have to compete with them. Once you compete with them, you're competing with them on a level, you know, then you're if you've got the better players, which Tottenham Mobile have, that will come into effect. And I think that's what happened at Norwich. And the beauty of that day was the fact that Arsenal won five one. We even we today. we even gave the goal on them as well by winning five 0 And I, I just sort of, I just think of the Arsenal fans at the stadium with their phones going, well, Tottenham one nil up, or Tottenham two nil up, half oh, three nil all over. So they're winning five one, but in, and they know they're not doing it, you know. So that, that, I got a lot of pleasure out of that. But uh, no, I thought the way that we've been playing, and obviously the Liverpool game, Conte seems to have got that team playing to the way he wants them to play. That's why if you improve areas like wing backs and that. And I think this team, I think next season, I, I would, I'll be looking at third place next season and, and the cup. The only thing I will say about our season, and it was under Conte as well, I would, and I'm not sure if you're going to go into ratings, I would give it, I would give it an eight out of 10, but I'll give it a seven out of 10 because of our performances in the cups. Uh, we were absolutely awful in, in a lot of the cups. All right, we got to the semi-final, but we were never in it against Chelsea. And then you look at the, you look at the Mirror game, which was under Conte, you look at the Middlesbrough game, so because of the, the awfulness in the cup, then I, that lowers my mark. But, oh, it's been amazing. Who, who'd have thought this, you know, last, <laughs> last I mean, I mean, even the fact that we got Conte, no one thought we'd get Conte. I mean, Brian, Brian has a tattoo on his arm to prove that he didn't think we'd get Conte. And I, I was saying, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think we'd get him. I, when I first saw that first rumour, after I sat noon, I thought, oh, no, here we go again, you know. So I was, I was the same. I didn't think. But the fact that we got him, I thought, oh, this, this is good. And yeah, I, I, I'm very yeah. I thought the actual season uh, in the end and top four was. I think top four is the icing on the cake. I think that we've got a lot of stuff going for us at Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, we've got we've got the obviously the stadium and the training facilities that goes given. We've got the manager. Uh, we've got playing in the Premier League. These are all things that players that want to come transfer look to. We've got living in London, which is also another another yeah. uh, important thing. And the only thing that was missing was Champions League football. Now we've got yeah. it. So, yeah, so, absolutely. And, and hopefully a little bit of money, you know, to, to, to spend. So let's see, let's see. But yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling good about about Tottenham at the moment. Looking, yeah, looking I am forward as well. to I'm, I'm genuinely excited about next season. Just a quick one from Bob. I saw this as well. Kane made an appearance on Jimmy Fallon last night as a guest. Mm. Obviously working in the American market. I, I couldn't find it. I've recorded Jimmy Fallon. It's not recorded, so hopefully I can watch it on catch-up or whatever. But oh, that, uh, is, that itself will increase the value. It will also increase our value and stock in America. It will obviously... Mm. Everyone will, will see Kane on there. Oh, let's find out about Kane. He plays for Tottenham. Let's have a look at Tottenham. But... Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, Tommy, your, your thoughts on the season? Uh, I'm not sure if you were here when I, I, I first asked, but uh, who would have thought a Man United drubbing at home would have been one of the best things to happen to us this season? And 
obviously we want to win cups, we want to win trophies. I think getting Champions League football from where we were when Conte took over is almost as important because it now shows the players that you trust me, I can get you to where you want to be. And and Jose said that, but obviously didn't. He, he wasn't given the opportunity to win that cup, but Conte was not a cup, but get top four and we've got it. And now you listen, you listen to all these opposition fans, they're worried about Tottenham next season. And I mean, that fills me with a huge amount of excitement. Hopefully that 150 million and the players that Conte want comes to fruition. And it's not just a statement like Bob and, and Brian were saying, but I think it, 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 we're not going to get first or second, I don't think. We may mount a kind of half-hearted title challenge, but I think third will be fairly easy, I think, if we get the players we want and winning a cup. And I think that will be a tremendous achievement next season, a tremendous season. But uh, what what were your reviews, of, your thoughts on the season? And what do you think we can achieve next year? Well, yeah, I mean, roller coaster doesn't do it justice. It really has lots of ups. <laughs> Yeah. Lots of downs. I like this uh, roller coaster on fire. I do like that. Yeah. I do like that. I, I can't take credit for that. Fire. That was Sam. I might nick that. I might nick that. I might chuck a tweet or Insta out there and yeah. use that. Um, but it's no, that's a great way to describe things this season. Uh, overall, overall, since, since the Nuno sacking, Conte's done a wonderful job. He really, really has. He's, he's done a fantastic only, only job. Only behind with Man City. Limited players. With limited players. Yeah. Only behind Man City and Liverpool in terms of points won in the Premier League, and, and that's a yeah. tremendous achievement in itself. No, that's yeah, that's fantastic. But what what I will say, what I will say, um, as as good as it is, and it is fantastic. I said top five, top six would be decent. Conte first took over. I was like, you know, I'd accept top four, four uh, top five, top six this season. I really would. Um, with how bad Nuno was and the team itself, the summer itself, I wasn't happy. Uh, I wasn't happy about a summer window win. So I would have probably taken five uh, top five six. So to get into fourth is brilliant. But then you've got to look at the teams around us that are, been, that are competing with us. And well, you can only beat who's in front of you, though. Yeah, but not. It's going to change next season. So I'm, I'm rating this season. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. judging this season, and I'm uh, uh, and the focus is next season now because the season's over. So from. So, in terms of the teams around Man United, I mean, their 4-0 loss to Brighton pretty much sums their season up. Absolutely <laughs> hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. They beat us twice. They still beat us twice. Um, and um, and uh, Arsenal. Arsenal were our biggest competitors, and they're not great, are they? I mean, they're not great themselves. Uh, Arteta in charge. Um, so, Man United are going to come back stronger. I'm not convinced by the Ten Hag. Um Appointment, so they, they're going to come got back. A stronger. lot of problems, man. You know, than just getting a new man. Yeah, but they are the wealthiest club in the world with the biggest fan base. So it's it's a matter of time. And then you look at Newcastle too. So I think he's performed almost miracles, Conte, this season. Uh, but I tell you what, you said that other teams fear us. They should fear us. They hmm. should fear us over the Lap last five or six years. When you've got, exactly when you've got Kane and Son, forget Kulu for a minute. When you've got Kane and Son smashing in the goals and assists that they have done in the last two, three, four years, you should be fearing us. The problem is our defence has been hemorrhaging goals over the seasons and, and Conte targeting the defensive line in terms of improvements is, is what I expected, is what I expected. Because, uh, yeah, with this front three, this is a title-winning front three now. This is a title-chasing front three. If we can, if we can get some, if we can turn our defence into, uh, into that sort of, that sort of level, then why can't we 
Uh, why can't we make a title challenge? Why can't we make a title challenge next season? I don't disbelieve that. Pochettino, I took Pochettino two windows and we were, we were well, we only just lost out to Leicester, didn't we? Um, we sort of messed that up going into the last few games. So it might seem a little bit too strong. But in terms of the front three, we've got, got good centre midfielders. We saw the wing backs and centre back position out. Who knows? Who knows? And we know Conte knows how to win titles. Five out of his last seven seasons in charge as a club manager, he's won the title, the, the title in the league. Five of his last seven. Well, I guess it's eight now. Five of his last eight. Uh, four seasons. Four seasons in charge. So why not? Why not? This team's this team's capable, but we've we've got to look at the facts. Other teams around us are going to come back stronger. It's going to be tougher. It's going to be tougher next season. Yeah, it, it might be it might be it might be tougher, Tommy. But I think you'll find that next season, Man United be rebuilding. Chelsea might even lose their total the whole back four, so they've got to rebuild. Newcastle uh, be using a scattergun approach of because we have the money, we can buy a player. It's, it's too early like, for them yeah. to be considered top yeah, four. Well, I think. I, I think, top, and, top eight, top six, yeah. maybe, but top four. Mm. I think is too early for them. Yeah, it'll be I the think after for me, that, that's all three clubs, all three really. of those clubs have got stupendous amount of funds, though. They and have, United, but, but next, season, that, that, next season it will take time. So we've got to take advantage of it of, of it now. Uh, oh, right, have funds for years, and they yeah, yeah. that's why it could happen. Really. And that's why it hey, could happen. You know, not, we've, we've I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we get top four comfortably and fight fighting for the well, title. That's I, I what we did. Surprised. That's yeah. what we did on Pochettino. It became it became a given that we'd be top four, and that's what what big clubs should be doing: going for titles. And if you don't win the title. Oh, we have top four. We're in, in Champions League, and that's what happened yeah. on the Portuguese. Yeah. What, what do you think and, of the? Uh, what do you think of the season, Brian, as a whole, and next season? I mean, what I love about Arsenal fans is they, nothing. They're first to tell us Spursy, <laughs> hey, you're Spursy, blah 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 blah. Six points clear, game in hand, mid March, and now mm. when they finish fifth, they're going well. It's been an improvement. It's been a good season. Bollocks! You had fourth wrapped up, and you lost to your biggest rivals. <laughs> lost your St Tottenham's Day, which all the uh, you know. All the streets were closed and all the decorations there and you had to take it down last minute. Whereas if that had been us, oh, it's been a good season, it's been an improvement, they'd be laughing us off, off you know, off, off Twitter. And, and just the attitude and, and the mentality that Conte has instilled there, whereas fifth was not, not good enough. Fifth was not good enough. Next season, fourth isn't good enough. He wants to get higher. And do, yeah. do you think we can challenge for a title? And Conte will be saying to his players, possibly, and... Quite rightly, if this was a season where it's just you, Man City, and Liverpool, you wouldn't be bottom; you'd be joint top in that league. So, do you so, think we can compete, or do you think it's more cement third, have a good cup run in the Champions League, and win one of the domestic cups? Exactly that. Listen, I, I, I think we will put a title chase up, but it will be like the Pochettino area, area, era, um, <laughs> where we'll, we'll go, we'll keep the distance for a, a, a certain amount of time. And then their quality and strength and depth will just shine through and we won't be able to to keep up the pace. Um, listen, I, I'm like Tommy, when when Nuno came in, I was like, just get Europa League. Just get Europa League and it's and it's progress. Even when Conte came in, I thought it was too too uh the damage had been done and there's too much ground to to pick up. And let's face it, we got Champions League because other teams just didn't want it. Every time they could have really put a stranglehold on it, they screwed up as well. It was uh but we got it. For me, the season, it, I, I give it an 8 out of 10. But the only reason I give it an 8, I would give it a 7, but I give it the extra point because obviously I got to go to a few games. I got to go to Leicester away and Man City away, two of the most iconic <laughs> games I think I will ever go to in my life. Um, I got to meet everyone, obviously. 
Leicester game, we actually won a trophy, didn't we? The comeback of the season. That would be in the trophy cabinet somewhere. We've done the double, mate. We won Grand Prix of the Year as well. It's been a very trophy-laden season for us. Um, Golden boot as well. I mean, we're going to need a bigger yep. cabinet for this season alone. W, our next sponsor is going to be the WD40 Stadium. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's what it's going to be called. But listen, it's it's no matter what way you look at it, we've made huge progress. By hook or by crook, we've got into the Champions League. By hook or by crook, we've ended up with Antonio Conte. By hook or crook, we've got uh, Romero, Kulisevsky and Bentoncourt. And they've all got to be deemed as progress. What we've had to go through to get it is not even worth mentioning. But now, like I said, I, 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 if someone said to me you can finish second and nothing or third in the trophy or fourth in the trophy, I'm taking third or fourth with the trophy. All day long. Um, I, I thought when Conte came this season, we'll get Europa. Then I thought next season, we'll qualify for Champions League. And then the season after that is when we all proper go for for the league. And I'm still kind of with that. I'm still kind of with that. We Getting Champions League football is a priority. But uh, Bob and I regularly, regularly talk about how important the FA Cup is to us. Mm. Never, ever lost its magic. Never, ever will do. Um, it's been 30 years, or we 30, 31 years now mm. without that cup. Let's hope it doesn't become 32 because that's our cup and we need to start claiming it back. We, we, we have to we have to get over this not winning the final, not winning the finals. We have to get over that hurdle. And uh, if we get, we get into one with Conte, we've got a natural born yeah. winner there who yeah. will yeah. be able to guide the players through that final. Ryan Mason. I mean, I, I still don't understand the whole sacking Jose six day and, and putting Ryan Mason in charge. Pochettino, young manager, and and you know, but Conte, I'd feel confident winning that cup, whatever one it may be, with Conte in charge. I'd have felt a lot more comfortable in that League Cup <laughs> if Jose was in charge mm-hmm. as well. Regardless of the football that we were playing in a one-off game, you never know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think next year there's a cup with our name on it. Which one? Not sure. And I definitely what? think third place, quite comfortably third place. But yeah, I, I agree with Brian. Not necessarily that there'll be a title challenge, but we won't be able to quite keep up with the top two. We might actually do what Chelsea did this season. Was well, they're, they're up there and you know in, in with a yeah. chance and then they, they tailed off. And I, I think it's probably, probably right. You don't know because a team is only two injuries away. We saw what Liverpool yeah. were without Van Dijk. We saw what yeah. Liverpool yeah. were without yeah. Van Dijk. They were half the team. And Man City actually, on the Liverpool title win, they were short at centre-back and it capitulated. And that's why Liverpool won the title. So if both of them miss a loser player or two, a big player, you just you just don't know. You just don't that's know. where this World Cup could be very interesting because someone mm. will get injured mm. in that or, or certainly at the end of the season, there'll be tired legs and, and burnout and, and things like that. Hopefully, it's just not people like Kane. Well, we're, 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 we'll like undoubtedly be top of the top of the Premiership when we go into the World Cup. That would be just yeah. typical. <laughs> can, can, can I ask a question? A second. Can I ask a tre- second a question? I just, in terms of where we're going to, do, what we're going to do next season. What, where do you think we'd finish if we didn't have Kane next season? What do we we'll replace him with? Dane Scarlett. Like this season was Dane Scarlett. This season was Dane Scarlett. This season yeah. was Dane Scarlett. So imagine it's oh, Dane Scarlett. We're, we're also going to be worse off than we are with him, aren't we? I mean, it, it's
I mean, the you World know, Cup is before the transfer window. So if someone does get yeah. injured, you then do at least have a month to uh, yeah, get yeah. someone. But if Kane got injured, every single striker's value is an extra 25 million on what yeah. they yeah, well, anyway. It, it doesn't matter. you remember uh, Chris Gannon's this World Cup. If a player we were targeting in the summer and we don't get over the line for whatever reason, whether it be what in, he's injured or there was other players that were needed, if they have a good World Cup, their their price soars anyway. Mm, yeah, so yeah, then their price soars because of a good World Cup. It can work the other way, and the price could go uh, down if it's obviously a, a bad World Cup. But but if a player we're after has a wicked World Cup and a player in that position gets injured, then their price becomes literally we we know we're not going to pay it. We know we're not going to pay. Have it. have to get a striker this season, this summer. We have. To we get won't. A striker this summer. We won't. Well, we did it that, for that, the first time. It was last season. We did. We always have had a backup like Vinicius, Jans. This time, we didn't even sign. Didn't even attempt. Yeah, to but sign. we need to recognise. We need not just uh, let's get a striker yeah. in for the sake of getting a striker in. It needs to be someone that can seriously push Kane, or yeah. if Kane is out, Absolutely. can come into his place, and it's like, oh, here we go. Or, or not only that, if Kane's having a uh, an off day or need, gets a whack and needs to come off because there's a Champions League game and we need him fresh and fit. There needs to be a player that comes on that Spurs fans can say, do you know what? I understand why this got what or that can say, do you know what? Goals will come from this guy. And I'm not saying break the bank, but it needs to be not a, a Vinicius, not a Lorente. It needs to be someone that can stay around for a while. Or is coming up to his 30s that's got a good few seasons and get the job done should they need. Not, oh, we need a striker. Let's just uh, get the Wheel of Fortune out and see who it lands on or get Danny Rose on Google um, and see who comes <laughs> out. We need we need a recognised player. Yeah, I mean, that remains to be seen. Obviously, like like you said, Brian, before the 1st of uh, July, I think you said when pre-season starts, hopefully our squad has taken shape because... Even more so than any other season, it's going to be a more of a squad game next season with those five subs in the Premier League. Um, well, we, and, we're in a situation with Kane, aren't we? With Kane playing the World Cup, so it's like, like you know, yeah. when he went two or three seasons without having a break, so it's going to change the dynamics. The, the yeah, five subs yeah. will change the dynamics massively yeah. over the next two or three years. Yeah. You can literally, you can take your wingers off. You can tell your wingers for for yeah. one half, just go at it, go at it. Put, put the uh, put the back four under pressure. Don't worry if you get tired. We'll bring two new wingers on in the second yeah. half. Uh, and look at the wingers Liverpool have, for example. Mane, Yota, Diaz, Salah. Yeah. The big teams will take advantage of this. So it's going to be yeah. very, very different. Next season will be the will be the start. I can see the next few, two or three seasons after that. It's going to make yeah. a big, it's going to be big very difference in the Premier League. Yeah, we'll have to end it there, I'm afraid. I've got a work meeting to go to and there's channels to promote on here as well. Uh, and uh, Brad's also uh, texted me to say he wants a sandwich. Um, <laughs> only joking, only joking, only joking. Uh, I, I so, just yeah, want to say, Bob, I just yeah, sorry, Bob, I just want to say, Bob, I'm very proud of you for, you know, uh, not mentioning midget porn today. Every stream I've done with Brian Damon recently, you mentioned uh, there midget we go. porn. So I'm, I'm proud that you haven't gone down to that well, We're on here for a few more minutes, so I'm assuming... that doggy in the window. Anyway, uh, thanks so much to... I always get this. I always get this. <laughs> thanks so much to Tommy, as always, and, and Brian and Brad. Uh, appreciate you waking up early. Uh, Tommy, uh, everyone will know because of what I do on Mondays, where your channel is, but uh, Hotspur Hood, uh, let people know uh, what can they, they can expect and where to find you. 
Uh, you can expect uh, over this. Obviously, things are changing dramatically uh, in terms of the content uh, because the season's over. Uh, so the majority will be transfers, transfers, transfers. Um, so yeah, pop over to the, to the channel, give us a subscribe. As as Chris said, uh, he does a he does a yeah. hosting. He hosts on my stream on a Monday. That's a brilliant stream. There'll be some yeah, we've got Marlon doing some instant instant reactions. We've got Marlon doing instant reactions. Obviously, there are no games, but on a Wednesday, <laughs> on a Wednesday, he's got something very interesting coming up. We've got a few people that are, you know, the we are Tottenham boys. I think Brian may have agreed to do it on one occasion. We've got something coming up on a Wednesday through Marlon on my channel, another host, where we're talking uh, uh, fellow streamers best eleven and this, that, and the other you know spurs history so make sure you stay tuned for that we've got a lot planned we've got a lot planned put it that way but make sure before you go over to hotspur hood subscribes to, to to let's talk Tottenham to chris's brilliant channel here and thanks for having me as ever oh no no problem welcome all, all the time or any time and brian tottenham on tour strength to strength i say that every week but it is strength to strength every week uh but yeah where can people find you and what can people expect that what can they expect they can expect a lot daigle's digest will be back daily when i'm back in london so oh, I, I did see your on... new channel as well, the uh, straight out of Conte as well. It's very good. That was, I, I think, yeah. the before the Norwich match. I think that was. Yeah, we, we've done the after one as well, and that'll be a regular next season. Um, um, so uh, we've got that coming up. Obviously, there's transfers coming up. We'll be discussing it. There's going to be more. Ask us anything. Where literally you can ask us. Literally, it doesn't even have to be about football. Um, there's going to be more around the clock rule. There's going to be a few pop-ups. There's a lot, and I do mean a lot. And obviously, I'm back in London this time next week. So uh, I'll be with Danny Kiriakou. Danny Kiriakou. A lot more. So uh, expect a lot of stuff coming from Tottenham on tour. A lot. Excellent. Yeah, make sure you go over there. Brad, a music channel, is that up live? Yeah. yeah that's on, still a work in progress. This time next week, I'll be in Australia. I've actually got like the layout. It's all, it's all ready to go. I just need to basically put some music on it. It being a music channel, so uh, yeah. So hopefully, when I'm in Australia, I'll get that sorted and get get some stuff out there. Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me at Brad Hotspur on Twitter, and I'll probably I'm not sure I'll have to check out the time differences, but I'll be around over the next few weeks if anyone's got some shows going out. And also, I'll be back in uh, London in time for the start of pre-season and the, well, pre-season would have would have started in time for the start of the new season and hopefully the uh, Conte era. And oh, and also, don't forget, click, like, and subscribe to all these free, wonderful channels. And that's free as in the number three, not as in free as in we're free. But it is free. <laughs> it is free. Yeah, it is free. Yeah, yeah. It's free. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and, and, Bob, and, and Bob, if you're still watching, it's coffee and it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, thanks to Tommy, uh, Brad, Brian. Uh, uh, as I've mentioned, thanks to all you guys for watching. Uh, please hit the like, please hit subscribe. If you're watching the uh, replay, please hit the like and subscribe there. Certainly if you're new to the channel uh, and you can also uh, watch this, watch this, listen to this on podcasts as well, wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's an exciting time to be Tottenham fan. I think mm -hmm. regardless of where that 150 million pound goes, but I think Conte will get money to spend. I hope he gets money to spend. Like we said, it's a big squad game next season with these five subs and, and a competition, European competition that we will be taking seriously. And yeah, hopefully we can just keep on moving up because Conte won't be settling for fourth again. He wants more than that. And yeah, really exciting time. Uh, really exciting time. And uh, yeah, I mean, all that's left to be said is, as always, I mean, there's one comment uh, in here from Brian. Uh, 
<laughs> also made one for Alana uh, and himself. You cheeky get a coffee, that is. But yeah, let's hope next season is even better and we can win a cup, progress in the league, get higher in the league, and that will be a tremendous season. But until then, come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching and to everybody who joined in the live chat. Before you go, please leave a like, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. It's all free and you'll be notified when we go live. Anyone who missed the live stream, you can still watch the replay on YouTube and any comments, questions or suggestions on the comments there. For anyone listening to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that podcast, you can get that wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, go to our Twitter or Instagram page on the screen. We'll be back on Monday on the Hotspur Hood YouTube channel. Give them a subscribe. We're there at half 7pm UK time. And we're on this channel, Let's Talk Tottenham, 12.30pm UK time again on Fridays. Until then, come on, you.